This is Margaret Copeman Frankowitz with another episode of Diabetes Survival. So I invited my friend Daniel on the air and we were doing like a little test run earlier and I had to finish work. So um, we were going to do a podcast later and I think he may have fallen asleep. Mr. I'm up until two o'clock in the morning. So I guess I'm doing this by myself. So with him actually going to be part of this in the next podcast. So please stay tuned because I'm definitely going to do the podcast. Okay. So in today's episode, there are a few things I was going to talk about. And in the news, I just saw it, freaked out, called up Daniel because I was going to start early. Actually, I was going to start at like 12 midnight and just started to start at 11.30 because this was just too cool and I didn't want to pass it up. I mean, not cool, but disturbing, a little bit weird, a little bit kind of, you know, funky, right? So, um, I'm, I'm actually viewing the news, which, you know, some people, they only spend 10, 15 minutes on it. They're like geniuses. They go out, they make their money and, you know, life is good. Me, I have to roll in the news for some reason, picking out every strange topic I can possibly think of, reading it, considering it, you know, calling the reporters in my head kind of stupid or just being wowed by what they're saying. Like, Wow. Uh, anyways, okay, so in Switzerland, latest news, they are actually making 3D death pods. Yeah, death pods. No, I'm not talking about when you die, and then you're buried in these pods, and they put you in the ground, and it decomposes, blah, blah, blah. They do have those. Those are called ecopods, and I haven't heard anything new about that in over a year or two. No, these are death pods, and what they do is they put these virtual reality goggles on you and um they basically put get you know have you go through an experience before you die oh nice i guess um so these are for people who want assisted suicide you know think dr kevorkian i guess so um anyways it's for people 12 years and up who want to commit suicide of course if you're under 16 you must get your parents permission first okay And if you are under the age of 18 on this channel, please get your parents' permission to listen to this show because this is kind of an ornery topic. I wouldn't want my kids actually listening to it. So, there you go. Adult disclaimer. This is for kids, or excuse me, adults 18 and up. So, okay, this is Switzerland. They're progressive. It also has something to do with the Dutch to... Because they said Switzerland and they moved to the Dutch as if they were the same country. They're not really the same country. They're like in two different spots, but whatever. Uh, but anyways, so um, they switched around. First they were saying Switzerland, then they were saying Dutch. So anyways, it's in Europe somewhere. Okay. Um, anyways, okay, so you have to be 16 or older or 12 and older with your parents' permission. And it has to be like a terminal illness, like, you know, something that's really bad. And in fact, you can't go on anymore. You just want to die. It's that bad. It's just suffering. And I'm just looking at this like they're crazy. Um, obviously, if somebody wants to kill themselves that bad, they haven't lived a life. I, I mean, I've been in some torturous pains. I mean, 
I've broken my arm. I've broken my leg. I've ran out of medications. I've had to suffer. My body's hurt all over from falling down cliffs. Yeah, I fell down cliffs, stairs. You name it, I'm not indestructible. I mean, I have metal in my leg and my arm. So, um, there, there, I don't think there's anything more painful than a broken leg, of course, or a broken hip, I've heard. Broken hips worse than childbearing pain. But this has come from a dude who told me, so I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe not. So, yeah, you can actually sign away your life. If you're in that much pain, you can do it. If you're that depressed and you're that suicidal, basically Switzerland has said, okay, you want to kill yourself? Not a problem. We have these awesome 3D pods. We're going to take you through an experience and then we're going to snuff out the lights. So, yeah, these pod things are pretty crazy to me. I mean, we have Dr. Falkenstein running around and, you know, he's... I'd be blamed for about 4 million deaths worldwide for this whole COVID gain of function thing. If, um, Grand Paul's right, because, uh, you know, you just don't go around telling people to wear masks when you know it's ineffective. And, yeah, that's a smoking gun right there. I would really hate to be Dr. Falky right now. So, I want to talk a little bit about him for a minute because it was. Something that I heard on the Senate floor, and I was just absolutely mind-boggled, blown away. So, Dr. Fauci Stein, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci Stein. Now, he's been around for a long time, um, including um, around since the AIDS epidemic. And he made some very faulty mistakes. Thousands of people died during that reign. So, could you imagine if Hitler reigned for like 50 freaking years? I mean, how sick that would be. So, this Dr. Fauci Stein has been roaming around since the 80s, I guess. 90s? Man, he's really old. And he botched some things during the AIDS epidemic. I want to say pandemic, but it was actually an epidemic. And he botched some things. So, certain medications could have saved lives, and he did not approve them. And, uh, you know, it's it just a lot of harsh things. Like, they thought it was airborne. Like, in the beginning days of AIDS, they thought that it was airborne, so everybody was freaked out. Oh my gosh, AIDS is going to kill me. Oh, you know, so, you know, we've been freaking out since the dawn of time ever since. And, you know, most people, they remember the stand by Stephen King, you know, where, where you know, a virus wipes out the whole population. This is very real stuff, but we have these these Falkenstein monsters running around and they're just making things worse and it's all backed by bad science so when I hear people say well Dr. Falkichi Fauci is science-based doctor and you know he knows what he's talking about and all this other blah 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 I'm like you know I think that the the basic 12 year old who's gone through you know science educational class and has learned a little bit about you know cells and amoebas and stuff of that nature knew that what Dr. Fauci was saying was a little bit off-kilter. I mean, not to mention all the nurses and doctors and uh, nursing assistants and caregivers. I mean, there was something off about this, okay? And now that you see mass people making a mass exodus out of the workforce, you know there's something wrong going on. So there are people standing down, they're not taking the vaccine, they're like, uh, you know what? My profession is not worth it. I mean, you're going to have like five different careers during your lifetime anyways, if you're lucky. Um, because, I mean, I, I feel sorry for people who stay in one field like Dr. Fauci has for all his life. I mean, he should have retired. 
You look like Obama. He's like eight years and he's gone. That should happen with Fauci. So that way you don't have the chance to make your mistake over and over and over again. Okay? I mean, it's time to go into a different field. Like, Fauci, go into, like, fishing or something. Like, go catch sea eels or something. Don't go around killing human beings. Bad. Very bad. So, in no way are these um, suicide pods connected with what's going on with the whole Fauci-Stein thing. And I call him Fauci-Stein, a.k.a. Frankenstein, because he likes to mess around with things. Uh, like creating viruses in animals and testing them on the humans, and why? There's no reason to do that. Why do you want to make humans sick for? Unless you're just sick yourself. And I mean, this doesn't make me as a diabetic happy at all. No, nope, not at all. Not here on the Diabetic Survival Show. I mean, literally, we had a madman with, you know, a couple, actually... You have several madmen running around. One of them is uh, not even an engineer of medicine. He's, he's here acting like he is. And so he's issuing it out. And Dr. Fauci Stein is, you know, taking the, you know, the, the vaccine and telling everybody they need to get the jab before they can return to work. And everyone else is just kind of looking around going, hey, you know, uh, what the heck, man? I mean... Lots of people weren't against vaccines in general, you know, to cure smallpox and polio and measles, rubella, etc. You know, we're not against that, right? But now you're offending the Christian community who, who they're, they're pro-lifers, most of them. You know, the good Christians are pro-lifers. And uh, you're putting dead baby cells in this vaccine, which they don't want to take. They don't want to participate in this. But you're going to lie to them like you have been lying all this time, Dr. Fauci Stein, haven't you? And everybody who's had been in cohorts, cohorts, can't even say the word. Anyways, those who have supported him, let's just say it that way, and uh, to get the shot, and it's, it's against what they practice. They just don't want to do it. You know, they're pro-lifers, they're for life. Um... But you have all these evil people pretending to be business politicians or, you know, business people or politicians. And we already know, and if you don't know, I'm going to tell you, but one in four businessmen are psychopaths, okay? And this goes for doctors, too. Think about what doctors have to do on a regular basis. I couldn't do it. You probably couldn't do it. Pretty psychopathic if you think about it. I mean, I've talked to doctors who've literally had to take drugs in order to, make, you know, do like a... Um, you know, like the human anatomy when you're cutting open like a human body or something of that nature. They've admitted they've had to take, you know, certain types of pills so that, you know, they, they could get through the process. And it's just part of medical school. And yeah, I did it when I was younger too. I mean, I had to cut open a cat that looked just like my cat at home and it just made me wretch. And I'm here going, oh, my poor cat patches. And the cat was identical. I mean, you know how horrid that is for a teenager? I'm like, I cannot believe the school system is this cool. Maybe that's what was my first thought was. Now, later on, when I had to go back, you know, because I got a good grade. I got a B in, on that, you know. I wanted a good grade. I got a B or an A, one of the two. It might have been an A. Um, but they wanted me to come back for summer class to show that some of the other students. And it was extra credit for me that would go towards my college credits. So I was pretty excited about that. 
And I had a cope and a shark. That wasn't a problem. Sharks are easy. You know, they're fish. That was, that was a big difference. So, but I'll tell you what, I never want to do that again. I, I just had to get through the experience. I had to suck it up. I'm like, if I can't get through this, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I just need to get through this and I need to cry later. And you know, I did cry. I cried a lot because, you know, back when I was doing my cat, I cut open a kitty that looked like my cat. It almost identical. And it was the harshest thing. I'm like wondering. And I always wondered if they did that on purpose just to hurt me for some reason. And then I let it go because I'm like, I mean, that's, that's just an odd coincidence. Nobody would do that. Nobody hated me that much. I mean, people aren't that cruel, are they? Well, I hope not. So I was just listening to one person after another rip into Fauci. I mean, they were just shredding them. Like, how dare you? How dare you? make people wear masks as long as you did, you hypocrite. You know, he's sitting over there, no mask, right? No masks. See, masks are still so supposed to be mandated. I mean, I st- you can go into any fast food restaurant where I live, and you'll see the employees still have to wear masks, right? They're, they're hard to breathe in. Let's just point blank. You know, nobody really cared about our rights or their rights. Anybody who's had to wear a mask, they haven't cared. I mean, I certainly don't need to be protected from the fast food workers who are serving the meals. I'm delivering them to the people who need them. They don't need to be protected. I mean, they're not going to be protected with a mask. And they still have to work with the public. So, I'm not exactly sure why they're expendable. Because they're not. (sighs) And they have to wear a stupid mask. I mean, obviously their employers don't really care much about them. Or, you know, their employers are looking at fines and stuff or something. I don't know. There were other places that I went and they didn't have to wear masks at all. Like, no, no masks. They weren't mandated. So I'm not going to name those places. But it's usually the bars or restaurants that the other people get to go to. Because, you know, fast food workers are not going to be able to eat at Red Lobster. So you go somewhere like Red Lobster or even Chili's, and you're not going to... The only people you're going to see wearing masks are the food service workers. And, and the, the bars and stuff are packed. Packed with people not wearing masks. But it's just your food service workers. Wow, how rude. So as I said before, it's just a gimmick. Uh, and, you know, let's go back to the pods for a minute here. Hey, right? These suicide pods... How many suicides do you think, you know, from people didn't have the pods or whatever because they weren't assisted, but how many people do you think have killed themselves since the pandemic started? How many lives were lost just because of this pandemic where they're being forced to wear something over their face and they can't stand it? I mean, not everybody, not everybody has the advantage of being, you know, like, super normal, you know, where a mask doesn't bother them. There are plenty of people that are claustrophobic, don't want anything over their faces or their necks or their bodies. This is specific. And now being forced to wear a mask over your face as if you're some type of subhuman. That's how you were treated. Subhuman. It was all about the bullies of this world who wanted to get even with people who are 
like, um, defenseless. So they're going to push these mandates. They're not going to fight for anybody's rights. They don't care. They're going around the globe floating on their little yacht or something. And it's Bill Gates. You know, he gets a divorce, so he goes on a cruise. <laughs> well, I mean, after all, he did buy the ship. So, I mean, you want to float on it at least once or twice, right? Billion dollar boat. So, all the money that went towards vaccines, I'm sure, helped pay for his little boat that he has. So that he, he could have his own island out to sea. So that when the S stuff hit the fan, he could, like, escape it and his escapism. Like, his, his reality. Then you have the survivors as a family and friends and loved ones. Other people who did commit suicide and they have no idea why they committed suicide. I mean, totally floored. There, I mean, there's no good excuse for suicide, people. You hurt people when you commit suicide, right? So, um, one of the um, big themes that my friend Doug, who committed suicide did last year, he did that last year. I mean, you know, as a friend, I did everything in my power to make sure that he stayed alive. And he was just absolutely adamant that these masks were going to be the death of him. He's just, he wasn't going to wear them. He thought they were stupid. Um, he thought that his workplace was ridiculous for making him wear one. I mean, he did a lot of heavy lifting. You know, broke his back practically every day he went to work. He was in pain all the time. And uh, when they fired him, because that's what happened, that was the death of, the death of him. Let's work for Home Depot. He wasn't the same after he got fired. He wasn't the same. So, you know, even though I'm sitting there cheering him on, like, hey, you know, at least you can go back into what you love, into your music, and you can play again for your band, and, or, or make some new friends who play, like to play music, and just start something new, something different. At least you don't have to wear that stupid mask. And, you know, some people, they just, they're crushed. Um, like, for instance, they're working with their favorite employer. They've been there for four years, let's say. And they could not imagine going anywhere else. That's the company they want to retire in, right? And that was Doug. He wanted to retire there. He wanted to do that for the rest of his days, the rest of his life. And he didn't care how backbreaking or torturous it was on his body. By darn it, he was going to do it. So, you know, shortly after he was let go from uh, Home Depot, um, he was hit by a car. Technically, we don't know if it was suicide or, you know, if the lady purposefully hit him. But, you know, I have a tendency to think, you know, especially since this came up as a subject like once a month for years that I talked to him, that he was very serious about it. He hurt his friends, he hurt his family, and his loved ones. And really, after the deed's done, I mean, there's no, nothing more that you can say, nothing more that you can do to talk somebody out of it when they've made up their mind, they've just made up their mind. And so now they, then they create these suicide pots. So, sure. so that those that just are really sick of life can go to Switzerland and die in a death pod. 
I guess they pour carbon dioxide or something in it and you slowly suffocate. Horrible. So I'm going to give it a big thumbs down. Because, um, look, life is about joys and it's about suffering. And we've all experienced joy and we've all experienced suffering. Some of us have experienced more suffering than others. Whether it be physical, financial, emotional, spiritual, sexual, we've all experienced it. Pain is a part of what makes us human. It's not something that we can just escape from because it's there. But there's also beauty to life and joy and happiness and pursuit of happiness and trying to do the best that you can and not let anybody tear you down. For those who've had to start new careers because of, you know, this vaccine that doesn't work for the majority. Well, I can't even say it doesn't work for the majority, but for certain people it doesn't work. They don't have accurate statistics on this. All I know is what they're not observing. And it's something that President Trump actually did address. He said there's going to be a lot of deaths, a lot of suicides. He was absolutely looking into the future of this mess. And he saw what it actually, actually was going to become of it. And for 5% of the population, yes, they have experienced deaths. And then you have Dr. Fauci claiming over and over and over again, it was not gain of function. So even when they presented the evidence in front of him, it was not gain of function. This is what he said over and over again, because he, he really believes that if he says it long and often enough, that other people will start believing it too. But the next time you start believing that he might be right, just remember, he also said that you're going to have to only wear a mask for a month or two. It was two long years. Plus, Dr. Fauci has already admitted that this is something that we're going to have to live with. Finally, he finally admitted it. We're going to have to live with COVID. COVID is in our communities within some of us who've already had COVID. And once again, Dr. Fauci, he was wrong about the AIDS epidemic and he was wrong about this, about COVID-19. Now you have to ask yourself, why do they want somebody like Dr. Fauci spouting off medical advice the way he does? Makes you wonder, is there a bigger plan here? Was there a bigger plan here? I'd have to say yes. What the bigger plan is, I don't know. I just know that the, you know, the one percenters, they don't like us. And us poor people, we can only control about 2% of the world's wealth. The other 1% on top, they control the rest. We don't. They don't give you an opportunity or a chance to ever be as successful as they are. They wouldn't want that respect to them and to me respect to me too not that it matters but yeah same thing so when you need to call out a truth and when you really look at truth when you really look at truth look at the people you can always follow the money trail 
And you know what? That has been told time and time and time again. You follow the money trail, that is where you can find the perpetrators of this COVID-19. Now, with that being said, it often makes me wonder about the Georgia Guidestones, if you know anything about them. But basically, they're a tablet of rules probably brought together by some atheistic rich person who had lots of money to spend on actually engraving them in eight different languages about how the world population should behave in case all of annihilation of the human race actually occurs. Now, these Georgia Guidestones, I, I actually accidentally ran into them when I was a truck driver. This was probably six or seven years ago, something like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got their little monuments to themselves about, you know, population control and digging tunnels under the earth. I mean, this is factual. This is stuff I observed as a truck driver. They literally do have tunnels under the earth. Why are they there? You know? And another thing is, why are they chasing off doctors, nurses, police officers, um, National Guardsmen, uh, Navy SEALs with this uh, vaccination requirement, this mandate, this mandate, by the way, that they're actually fighting in the government right now. I mean, there are senators actually going to war with this, and we absolutely should support people like Rand Paul, who are banging their fists down going, what the flying monkeys is going on here? We need to support these people, okay? So when they run for office again, vote for them. Keep them in office. They'll get to the bottom of this. I'm pretty sure of it. And they are our heroes. And even though um, our heroes, like the National Guard and police officers and doctors and nurses, etc., the real heroes are being chased away because of bad medicine, um, I'm hoping that one day that this this twisted broken system will also bring them back as a diabetic I need nurses and doctors I need their knowledge I need to be able to survive yeah I mean things do need to change and such but at the same time you have the smartest of these different fields leaving because they can't actually think for themselves and they do have hopefully a plan or maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, but I, I hope that one comes to them soon. And may God help us because we need it. We need it here. And uh, we need to save our workforce. And there's a reason why 10 million plus Americans have not been able to go back to work. is because of the force mandates. So a lot of us are struggling trying to get, you know, small businesses together, which uh, the taxes are going to be unbearable. So, um, and it's sad. There's many of us single people. There's a lot of single people, by the way. And uh, I think they get hurt the worst in in almost every field that they go into because um, they literally have no shared expenses and the government has been so uppity up about child tax credits and 
you know, stuff of that nature that uh, most single people out there have just been walked all over. They don't care about us. So not one dime did I collect during the Biden administration. Nothing. But I know families who've walked away with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And I get to pay the taxes on that. And I have some very choice bad words for that. I'm not going to say here, but... But, um, you need to wake up. Basically, all money does is when the government pumps it into people's pockets, pockets, it keeps them quiet. They're just like, okay, whatever. Obviously, they have my best interest in mind. They don't. You think they got your best interest in mind when they give you, you know, three, four thousand dollars? They don't. They don't even care if you lose your job. They don't care if you're homeless and on the streets. They don't care if you're living out of your car. They don't care. Uh, just look at L.A., for example, of that. you got people living in tents, living in squalor and tents all over the city. Actually, all over California. And then it flows into Arizona and Washington and Oregon and every other state in this country. To where the Mexican president actually said, Wow, the United States looks like a third world country. How embarrassing, people. That's super embarrassing. Okay, thank you so much for listening to my rant. I was really hoping my friend could join us because he did have, you know, a special thing to actually talk about. And so maybe I'll get him on a podcast later. And uh, now that uh, they have actually opened it up for communication for me to actually be able to talk to somebody else and have them interject on occasion. So he's kind of fun. So I'll bring him back soon and I'll probably be on his podcast too. So eventually at some point in time. We'll talk about stuff. But anyways, I'm assuming that he's sleeping right now. So more power to him. (laughs) There's always tomorrow. You know, he works hard during the day. So, you know, there's always that. So thank you again for listening. This has been Mark Comer-Frankwitz with Diabetic Survival. Diabetes Survival. And until next time, you take care. Just be good to each other.